Hi, this is Phil DeBella, and you're listening to Flashcast by PDB. And today I want to tackle something a little bit, some might say controversial, but I don't. I like giving um, air to things that need to be aired. And this one's about the common issues or challenges that females face in today's society. And of course, me not being a female is not the best person to talk about this. I can facilitate the discussion. <laughs> but I brought along Jodie Hebrand. Hebrand. <laughs> we were cutting faces, right? <laughs> Jody Jodie Hebrand. Jodie Hebrard has come along to talk to us about this. Jodie is a mother. She is a business owner. Uh, she's also a wife and she's a very, a very astute, independent female who keeps in great shape um, and knows a lot about health and fitness. So Jodie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Phil. Let's tackle it, right? And um, um, let's see where this goes. Uh, sure. But it's all about the listener and taking home some nuggets coming from experience, mm. right? Let's go straight with the question. What are the common challenges mm. that females face in today's society? We're not equal. We um we want equality. We want to push for equality. We want to have a level playing field. It's never going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, the dynamics of being a woman. So there's different levels. There's the physicality of it. I do not have the muscle mass of testosterone levels uh, as a male. So in regards to your health and fitness, um, one thing that I've always found with clients is that they worry about getting too bulky or too big. It's like, you're not going to, unless you're uh, you're boosting yourself with testosterone. It doesn't matter how much you train, you won't um, won't get too big. That's one challenge I've I face with my clients. I think in the business world, when I've played, um, I became unstuck when I became a mum. Before children, you've got all the free time in the world. Um, my husband and I worked together, so we had an equal playing field, and we had our own strengths and weaknesses that we played at. Becoming uh, parents changed that dynamic. I had the boobs, my husband didn't, so I I stayed home and breastfed um, and I wanted to. Um, But then, you know, moving from that into my career, it's like, I can't have it all. What do you mean I can't have it all? I've been told this lie all these years that you can have it all. It's like, no, you can't, honey. I'm sorry. Um, And, you know, the the man in the relationship finds that really hard because they don't know your journey. They can't live your journey. Um, But then he's going out and and doing everything that you were beforehand, but now you've got all these hurdles to overcome. So I think it's a matter of figuring out what motherhood means to you, what you want to take on in motherhood. I realized that I wanted the relationship with my children, not the jobs of motherhood. They're two very separate things. And being okay with that, I outsourced, started to outsource a lot from that. So that's the two biggest things that are coming up for me. Yeah. No, look, you've, you've nailed it, right? You've nailed it. And um, let me start with the 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 part where you said, well, you, you know, you, we're not equal and you're unequal. Um, what does equal actually mean? And this is what I say to people. What mm. does equal actually mean? You don't need to be equal. Like everyone's mm. height is not equal. Everybody's yes. skin color is not equal. Everybody's bank balance is not equal. What they, yep. what people eat is not equal. So are we, we're actually fed a fallacy, as, as, as you said, yeah. um, to be chasing something that doesn't need, need to exist, yeah. let alone exist. Because yeah. there's some things that, and I say it all the time, that a female is far superior than a male. Mm. And there's some things that a male is going to be more superior than a female, mm-hmm. but that doesn't make anyone better. Yep. It just makes them different, different. Yeah. you know, and, um, and that's an important thing for people to realize. So tip number one of what you've just shared, which was beautiful, is find your own space, right? Yeah. Find your own space, find your own jam, find your own emotional engagement, whatever words you want to use, yeah. find what triggers you, what makes you happy yeah. um, and puts you in that state of euphoria, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it doesn't matter whether you're male or female. So I actually think that 
you know, from a male's perspective, um, the key start to, to, to equality um, is by acknowledging that equality doesn't exist or need to exist, yeah. is that everybody has a right to exist in their own matter, shape or yeah. form, and to be the best versions of themselves. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit more about the dynamic with um, working with your husband, because that's something that obviously I work with Jana and we have yeah. done for many, many years. And um, and as, as challenging as it can be, yeah. um, it's very rewarding. And I'm going to share a little tip with you that I learned the other day, and it, and it was an aha moment. Uh, because a friend of mine was having issues. He also works with his wife uh, and they were having issues and he's like, my bloody wife this and my bloody wife that (laughs) and my bloody wife this. And I turned around and it just snapped and dawned on me and I said to him, how many hours a week do you work, uh, do you spend with your wife? And he said, oh shit, never thought of it like that. Mm. Well, well, let's work it out. You know, so you work about what, 40, 50 hours, you're Mm -hmm. at home, X amount of hours. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he goes over a hundred hours a week. I said, Mm. out of a hundred hours a week, how much time would you spend arguing with your wife? Mm. And he goes, oh probably only about two hours a week. Mm-hmm. I said, well, you're doing pretty darn well, aren't you? Mm. And then obviously I, I internalized it to me. Mm. I wouldn't spend an hour a week arguing with my wife, if that. Yep. And and you start to quantify it. So I suppose yeah. the message there is, you know, our brain has 60, 70,000 conversations with itself a day, yes. you know, um, and that can be dangerous if we're not panning it out. Yeah. But I love data. Yeah. You're right. I love data. I love pen and paper. So get out of your head. Um, you know, and 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 for me, that whole thing about, you know, working with your partner mm. is about contextualizing and keeping it real. Don't mm. don't listen to those voices in your head, the 60, 70,000 conversations. Get a pen and paper and pen, right? I spend a hundred hours a week and I only argue with my wife an hour a week. Geez, we're doing quite well. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me from your perspective. I know I hijacked your question. No, that's okay. <laughs> but um, tell me a bit about the dynamic about working with your husband and your, from your experience. Yeah, sure. We figured out early on that we've got different strengths and weaknesses. So that was important. Uh, with any business, you want to have some complementary skill sets. And uh, we have a high level of candor in our relationship and that transferred over to the business. So sometimes I'd come to the end of the day and go, geez, my work colleague today was an absolute dickhead. Like, mm-hmm. can you, like, uh, we'd have these friendly banter, we would offload um, and then just move on from there to being the couple in the relationship after that. So it's been interesting, but realizing that I'm, um, I never wanted to do what Tony did in the business and he never wanted to do what I wanted mm-hmm. to do and just letting go control. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're right, you do that, you own that, you make the decisions and you, uh, you deal with consequences and separating that really, really strongly. But that was separate to the relationship that, that we had with, um, you know, in terms of husband and wife. Yeah. So being able to really just understand the different dynamics and the, and integrate that well. Yeah, I like that because it's identifying the roles. And again, we come yeah. back to that. There is, it doesn't need to be equal. Um, yeah. Yeah, there needs to be equilibrium. And yes. I think that's probably, yeah, you know, if, if anything, I've had a bit of an aha moment there. It's Well, if it's not equal, what is it? Well, it's actually equilibrium, right? Yeah. Is that you're doing the roles that he doesn't want to and you love that. Yeah. He's doing the stuff that you don't that you don't want to do yeah. and he loves that. Yeah. So you're actually finding your own, you know, water's finding its own level. Yes. You're getting this equilibrium. You're getting this flow. And and I think, you know, key one for listeners, especially, you know, in the spirit of the topic about women and common, you know, mistakes and 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 um, challenges. Uh, you know, challenges that they have is chase equilibrium. Yeah. You know, chase that equilibrium of what works for you. Yeah. Um, and especially if you're in a relationship with a partner or you're working with that partner, yeah. is you've got to find that equilibrium. Yeah. Um, there was a good one the other day that discussed is that um, you know the husband and wife, the wife doesn't want to, she's gone past the partying stage and mm-hmm. doesn't want to go out much, wants to stay home and yeah. and um, you know not drink anymore and not eat out as much and all the rest of it. Yeah. And the husband wants to still keep doing what they were doing and it's yeah. causing some friction. And yeah, so right. talk, let's talk about another fallacy and another um, common mistake that happens for people is people going off into different journeys. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. Um, and what what experience would you lend on that where, you know, one person's going left and the other person's going right? Uh, I think communication, Phil. Um, I've been with Tony since I've 
uh, well, 16, mm-hmm. so 20 mm-hmm. million time. years. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we've all, you know, we, we've been on a journey side by side. Sometimes he's ahead, sometimes I'm behind and vice versa. And I think it's a matter of realizing that, uh, you know, they're your partner to stop and help along when you need it or to encourage, kick him up the butt. Mm. Um, but I think uh, realizing that, you know, uh, you should be complementing each other. And that doesn't mean you need to be uh, at the same path, on the same path, at the same level. Mm. But it needs, it does. I feel like it needs to be that you're there for support, whether you're dragging or pulling mm. ahead along the way. But I think that can be often normal in mm. relationships where you're traveling along. Yeah, and and obviously coming back to the challenges, obviously that the females think that they always need to be right there or be ahead, or you know you can yeah. have it all. And and I and I come back to how you opened up with, you know, people say told that they can have it all. Well, but what does all mean? Why do you want yeah. it all? You know, I I don't want it all. Uh, yeah, people are like, oh, but don't you want to work harder and buy a plane? No, I'd rather fly commercial and sit at the front of the plane. Yeah, um, I yeah. don't need to buy a plane to do that. You yeah. know, like, oh, don't you want to buy this massive boat? Well, mm. why just rent it? Um, yep. You know, like there's always a way. You're still going to have the same experience. Yeah. Right, so one of those challenges I think that everyone faces, not just females, is that we get caught up in this dreamland in our mind, yes. um, and our mind starts to play games um, with us, and, and that's why yeah. I keep saying, come back to pen and paper and a pen, yeah. um, and what's write it out, and what's important for you, and break it down, personal, professional, family. Yeah. So let's wrap it up with the three what three areas. What is twenty twenty two? The rest of twenty twenty two. What is one thing you want to achieve personally, professionally, and family? Okay, uh, family, um, we are going to be going on a holiday up to Cairns. Fantastic. Um, so that's going to be one thing that we want to do together and also some fun runs along the way. Um, professionally, I am publishing online a lot on, on Twitter with some different ebooks and guides, and I've decided to open up coaching people uh, internationally as well uh, with the mentoring program. And then uh, physically, I have got multiple goals in that, Phil. I'll be deadlifting 80 kilos this year. I will be doing. 43 push-ups because I'm 43 this year in one minute. Oh, sorry, not one minute. I'll get back to you on that. Um, and um, sub one kilometer run, five minutes. Fantastic. Yeah, sub five minutes, one kilometer. Thank you. That's good. <laughs> Me, it takes five days to run one kilometer. But I say the people that run are people that owe people money or are scared. So, uh, no, you know, no, running's not my gym, that's for sure. Uh, cool. And the important part there for you, it doesn't matter what it is, is that everybody has one thing at least that they want to achieve personally, professionally, family. Um, so the biggest challenge I think people face today, especially females, yeah. is that they don't understand that their life is made up of personal, yeah. professional, yeah. And, family, and family, and that you need one thing at least at any one time that you want to achieve in all three areas. So the key takeaway for the audience from my perspective is sit down, sit down, pen and paper, personal, professional, family, what's one thing you want to achieve in each area and don't let anyone hold you back. Closing remarks from yourself, Jody. Go do cool stuff, peeps. Awesome. Take a swing. There you go. It doesn't get any better than that. You've been listening to Phil and Jody, and this has been Flashcast by PDB. Until next time, go and be the best you can be.